0: Podcast. This is you gotta watch this. I'm your host Aaron, and I'm here with your other host Nick. Heyo and and special guest Megan. Hello. No, no, it's heyo,
1: like as loud as you can go.
0: (laughs) Heyo! Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, So welcome to the podcast, Megan, and and welcome back listening. It's we've been. Hasn't had an episode in a a very long time uh, because uh, there hasn't been a a Marvel property in a long time. If if you've never listened to this before, this is a weird place to start, but this (laughs) is the podcast where uh, we watch every uh, film in the the MCU and we're now expanding it to, of course, uh, the MCU canon television shows of which there is exactly one. Uh, WandaVision, which is the title of this episode, uh, kind of the hook, which is it's not really a, a hook anymore, uh, which was, I kind of guess, the goal of this podcast is that uh, I'm incredibly familiar with uh, these movies, I've watched them all many, many times, and I absolutely love them, and I grew up with Marvel, and I think it's the best, and, and Nick, you uh, were not that way at all. You had resisted these movies. I was uh, a contrarian. A contrarian, what a what a great way to describe it. And so, uh, we were watching them together and kind of and, and talking about them, and yep. that's what we've been doing. This is episode number twenty four. Uh, it's it's different. It feels different, but it also feels the same. You know, um,
1: it's 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 interesting. And I'm you know I'm glad. I don't think we ever considered doing an episode or an uh, an episode of the podcast per episode of right. the show. I don't think that was ever on the table, but I'm definitely glad we didn't do that. Um, Me too. That, I think it would have been fun to explore the ups and downs and explore the theories and the what do we think is going to happen next kind of moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but y- yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, it's fun to be back
0: for sure. Absolutely. Um this is I, I feel like how you must feel doing uh, doing the other episodes because <laughs> I feel like I uh, when I was putting together the the research for this uh-huh. I, I I've only seen this once and I we literally just finished watching the finale. It just came out today. Yeah, we, we just finished watching and it came on here so I I couldn't do my research this morning because I would get spoilers <laughs> for something I hadn't <laughs> seen yet. So I was like I'll I'll look up Agatha Harkness. No, nope, I can't do that. I can't do that cuz I don't know what I'm going to find and you know like all the different theories and the comic source material. So I was like I I've you know there's stuff what I know so you know and and have done before but I, I felt limited and I felt kind of like going into it like the, my trivia question is my trivia question going to be something covered in the finale and it right. <laughs> seemed really silly you know that I asked that question. So it's the whole thing is is very new to me and 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 odd and yeah. i guess this feeling won't ever go away because the as we you know continue to explore the mcu i'll be we'll be hand in hand right yeah. there yeah well and on speaking of
1: and speaking of of funny feelings and kind of feeling like the roles are reversed um your minute uh started about 45 seconds ago for your minute recap uh of the entire series <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! so uh 15 seconds counting
0: <laughs> oh my gosh okay <laughs> <laughs> This, uh, yeah, for, Wanda for, uh, creates a a, a a little pocket universe, and then it collapses on itself to deal with her grief. The end. I don't understand why you didn't just make it super simple like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in like 10 seconds. Iron Man
1: um, makes a suit and sort of <laughs> saves the day.
0: The end. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's, I, I actually, the... The, the topic our first segment Nick's hot take. This is Nick and Aaron's hot take and Megan's hot take because, I you know it, it's hot. It just came off the <laughs> oven for both of us. It's hot uh, off the presses uh, for all man. of us. Yeah. So, but we'll you know in, in, out of um, you know respect for traditions, let's let's start. Let's hear Nick's hot take.
1: I uh, I guess it's not really a surprise now. Like I'm kind of invested. <laughs> I'm into it. You know yeah. There's no more like Will he like it You know <laughs> I guess yeah. it's just kind of like How much is he gonna like it So I loved it I thought it was fantastic I um, I loved the first You know Was it five or six episodes Where they were playing around With the the mm-hmm. genre of each era Of sitcom yes. And then it just sort of shifts Into the story Pretty seamlessly I thought um, I love the story I just love the story Um I love the characters. I love that the Big Bad turned out to be uh, Agatha. Um, and not. I, I, I want to spend some time talking about her and why I don't think she's really the Big Bad per se. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, an antagonist of sorts, I would say. But anyway, I, I thought it was fantastic.
0: Awesome. Megan? Megan, what about you? What'd you think?
2: Oh, I loved it. Um, yeah. It kind of. It brought back that whole thing of like, you know, TGIF. I was so happy that it was, you know, it's Friday. I get to watch this. And then I go and watch every single person on YouTube analyze each episode. And I hear all the different theories. And I. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, is it going to happen? And some of them did come true. But, man, everyone was
1: wrong. That was really (laughs) fun. Because I wouldn't. I would not have sought any of that out. On my own, whatsoever. Yeah. But Megan, like, you know, it, it, like, the, the the evening of and, like, the couple of days <laughs> after every episode, that's yeah. what she's playing on YouTube, like, as we're just kind of, like, washing dishes or, you know, walking, yeah. doing, you know. And so that's, I'm just, I'm secondhand hearing all of these theories or she'll get excited about one and, like, come tell me about it. And it's really... I'm f- i I want to spend some time talking about the theories and how everybody did totally. get it wrong, and also, my reaction to most of those theories was getting irritated. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> people dig deep. They dig yes. deep into the Too comments, deep. And, like, and everybody should just know better. Come on, <laughs> it's not like like before. So the biggest thing that got me is the angriest, or I guess the most recent anger has been about uh bef- prior to this finale so after last week's episode the the penultimate episode everyone was like okay it's got to be mephisto for sure it's mephisto <laughs> yes. but like okay they just introduced white vision We've got to figure. Yeah. Uh, There's still Agatha. We've got a. Uh, we've got all these players. Uh, yeah. the Monica still has to p- come into play somehow. All these things have to happen in like a 50 minute episode. Why do you think they're gonna introduce a whole brand new character? Yes. That's absurd. Yeah, there's some,
0: there's some storytelling, you know. I think art that people don't quite grasp. You yeah, know? Like we're we're done with the new characters. Right. I think going into the, the <laughs> finale. Yeah, um, but you know, people like to feel that. I, I, I totally understand uh like because that used to be when i would see these like because these fan theories have been a thing like you know since like the mcu was like first kind of announced like the idea that oh iron man's gonna lead into these other ones and people start doing crazy like and it's always like the deepest deepest cuts of these like just Really obscure comic book things, and like it's always the weirdest stories because you, I mean, you don't have to go very deep to get to weird stuff in comic books, but <laughs> yeah. like it's always stuff that it's like, there's no way, like, this is are you kidding? This is a $400 million budget, they're not gonna do that on your weird story idea, <laughs> just not, uh, like, so there's that level of it, but. But I've definitely graduated to the point where it's just, like, it's fun for me to, like, read those theories and be like, ah, oh, it's not going to happen. But it's, it's you know, you're thinking, and that's nice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I, I will say I, I, I've definitely – I i haven't – for me, it was – I would watch the Screen Crush YouTube videos, mm-hmm. uh, which I really love their breakdown, and um, and then I would go on Reddit and read all their silly theories. And um, – yeah. But I, I think – to your point about not doing this episode by episode, um, which is something I thought about, and I thought about how, like, logistically that would be tough, because th- even this was tough, because it doesn't air, you know, it just comes out on Friday, and we have to figure out, like, when we're both able to watch it and record. Right, uh uh-huh. um, But also, th- I really do see television at, like, the unit is a, a, a season Yeah. Uh, for me. Like, an episode is, is too small uh, for modern television. Back in the day, uh, that... WandaVision, you know, apes, you know, they were self-contained 20 minutes and you were done and you could talk about it. But uh, the way things, you know, work now, you really need to look at the whole season and and where it's going. Yeah. I mean, just looking at like those first
1: couple of episodes, what will we have what would we
0: have talked about for an hour? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. You At that point, too, you're looking at a podcast that's twice as long. As its source material, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, So it would be that was another reason why I was like, I don't know that that's going to work. Um, we just we we talk about it first. We read the script and act it out, and then we talk about it yeah. just to help pad the <laughs> runtime. Um, but I I I do want to praise Disney for how they have released this show. I know the 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 cool thing to do is to just dump the whole season, and, yeah, and that's what Netflix has done, and Disney has you know resisted that uh uh, you know with the mandalorian and and their other shows they they do that once a week and and other shows have done that too i feel even netflix has started to do that depending on the show but uh as much as i want you know to eat all of the chocolate cake in one setting (laughs) it's bad for you like you're not supposed to do that it's nicer Uh, to
1: to eat one slice a week for several months
0: (laughs) that's right you know, ideally, you're refrigerating the cake. No, you know, so no, no. Go Gotta keep it but, hot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like it's, it's easier to digest and like understand, hot cake. you know, like where you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I definitely appreciated that once a week. I really, I, I, drop.
1: I love that. Yeah, that seems to be like a a new thing that was sort of a new, a new thing, you know, uh, <laughs> that we're returning to because yeah, when streaming, you know, became immensely popular many years ago, that was sort of the thing. It was like, oh wow, we can binge everything now. And so if you yeah. didn't put out all the episodes at once, everyone was like, "Are you nuts? Why wouldn't yeah. you do that?" Exactly. But so I think there's enough uh, desire for that, like you know for the pacing and timing of it and let you it uh, ex- you're exactly right it lets you digest these episodes and it lets mm-hmm. each episode breathe you know i think yeah y- exactly you could you could have binged that that show and it would have been great but y- it would have blurred and you wouldn't have yeah. appreciated those first few episodes yeah. for the craft and the art that they were which were, which they were they were fantastic little pieces of uh it, you know uh, homages to these eras of television
0: I, I use the word pastiche in my notes like eight times and I, <laughs> I think that's how I, you know, I think of it is that like, cause they each episode blended like, you know, three or four or more different shows from the era into like one nice unit, you know, and par- parody is, is too crass of a word, you know, it really was like a, a loving homage, you yeah. know, to that. But, but you're absolutely right. I, I've watched, I've been shows before and I enjoy it and uh, you don't enjoy it any less really but it does make it harder it it does start to blend and the idea of like what happened on what episode becomes kind of meaningless like stranger things is one that i always will just sit down and watch the whole thing yeah i couldn't really tell you the episode beats it's just just like a six hour movie story yeah yeah exactly um so yeah i i think that was that's a pretty hot take coming coming uh fresh off the griddle um (laughs) hot cake so, if you guys had a favorite of the the decades that they did, like which one do you think maybe they nailed the most?
2: I think they nailed them all uh, <laughs> yeah. really well.
1: I'll say that the 90s one did not feel as nailed to me.
2: There was, oh, well, with the Malcolm and the. Moon, yeah. Or is that yeah. 2000s? Because Malcolm and didn't come out right the 2000s yeah there's some you know, there's a little that got a little wonky old.
1: the 50s it, it did, 60s 70s into the 80s i thought they, they'd they nailed each one of them
0: i feel like the 80s one is where they started going like less more less on uh like oh this is the decade and more like this is um the style like the right. 80s one was really like late 80s early 90s yeah so yeah, it yeah. Had a lot of you know like full house and and that kind of vibe that was you know that kind of miller boyette style tgif yeah. mm-hmm. you know that definitely bled well into the early 90s yeah uh, but it still felt like the late 80s on those shows right but and, i think yeah, yeah that one show like you mentioned sorry go i'm over. sorry Megan, go ahead. you go you go
2: <laughs> i was just gonna say i each uh episode wasn't necessarily a decade it was just an era of like tv mm-hmm. so it did co- like uh different air er- like years coincided in each episode sorry I really threw you off I was, <laughs> yeah. motion, I was
1: motioning for her to get her microphone a little closer to her and
0: she, I, I,
1: I saw that thought just just go flying out the door <laughs>
0: you broke me <laughs> I what I thought to, to speak to that point about how they're different you know like they're kind of groups of years what I thought was interesting is the 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 most modern take which was you know obviously the the mockumentary style um, I think they they obviously had to draw a lot from Modern Family because the the. The over, the theme too wasn't just television but family television, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The family shows. And when you get into the modern era, the the mod the the family style sitcom is definitely waning, and you get more into workplaces and, yeah. and chosen families. And so they had a little less, and and that that theme song, you know, was pure The Office. Uh, yeah. There, you know, little like piano upbeat, yeah, you know, yeah. ditty uh, but but still managing to keep that that WandaVision motif. Uh, that, that was neat. Uh,
1: I'm glad you sent that little video to me where, where all the theme songs are using that same melody line and v- variations mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah. You know, in different keys, and different ways. But that was pretty it, cool.
0: It's called a devil's and I just looked it up triad? and I've forgotten it already. Triad? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Devil's triad.
0: Something triad? like that. Yeah. 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 Triode? And it's like, triad? it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, I, I i don't know I, i'm gonna google it but uh it's that sense of those like three notes or you know or like a series of notes that make you feel like uneasy you know mm-hmm. they, they're a little dissonant you know yeah and they evoke that kind of like uh like sci-fi 50s like uh, mm-hmm. i was trying to do it earlier but i just kept doing the nbc tones uh, <laughs> so i'm not gonna try to do it now. <laughs> no you but, should try it <laughs> but it's like i don't know Yep. But it, oh. it is. It is. It's one division. You know. One division. I'm not gonna. Do oh, it, no, but, uh, <laughs> no, no. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I, I seriously will just do the NBC. <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> but that music. Um. So the 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 composition team. It was um. Christoph Beck, who did some Ant Man movies, and mm, okay. Um. He did the score, but those theme songs were created by uh, Robert Lopez. Yes. And Kristen Anderson Lopez and. Who, uh, you know, Robert Lopez is, you know, Avenue Q fame, Book of Mormon. Uh, the, the, uh, him and his wife did the Frozen, Frozen yep. movies. Uh, so, uh, total musical genius. Uh, the guy, Robert Lopez, is an Egot twice over. Mm. Um, uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. <laughs> uh, the only person who's got two Egots, <laughs> by the way. And, um, Impressive. He's the youngest EGOT at 39 years old when mm-hmm. he got his EGOT and did it the quickest in his career in only 10 years working wow. in music. Uh, and he's very close to getting it a third time. He just needs another Oscar and another Grammy wow. and he'll get a third EGOT. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Before anybody else has gotten two, Like he's <laughs> he's kind of uh you know he's he's definitely got his finger on the pulse and when you think about Avenue Q and Book of Mormon Uh, those musicals are very much pastiches of other like famous musicals it's kind of their bread and butter uh frozen 2 has a song i don't know if you guys are familiar with it but that lost in the woods song which is like this like 80s like power ballad like that's just kind of you know so it's so awesome that they got tapped to do wandavision because it's so important that these theme songs were nailed uh to really bring you in there and and they just did an incredible job
1: yeah so, do we want to talk, um, let's talk some plot points here. Sure, absolutely. All right. So, I mean, we didn't do what we normally do, which is spend a lot of time sort of going through the the plot points, and we discussed that ahead of time. We're not, we're not, we weren't going to do that. Um, uh, you know, you've, you've either watched it or you're not going to watch it, uh, we're assuming. Um, so... Let's talk vision. I'd like to talk vision. So, sure. um, you know, we 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 knew pretty early on, you know, halfway through with the season or so that that vision that something's up, and then we, sort of, we realized we realize vision is created by Wanda. Vision is, uh, and then it's not till I think the second to last or the third to last episode that we sort of saw that he was created whole cloth. From Wanda's magic, from her uh, outpouring of grief, you know, in this moment that she didn't even know exactly what she was doing or how she did it. Um, But within the Hex, within this uh, magic space, he exists. But he exists solely from her memory. And... uh, I think they they had a couple of lines in this episode before, you know, she let the hex drop and he disappeared. Um, very powerful moment, by the way. I was um, crying oh, yeah. buckets. Very emotional. Um, I I want to kind of come back to that emotional core to the show because I think that's super important. Um, but just logistics wise, um, she said, and help me remember the specifics of it, both of you. Um, he asked, like, you know, who am I? Where am I? Where did I come from? And she said, you know, your memories, you're my grief, you're my love, you're my hope. And then she said something about you're the little bit of the mindstone stone that's in me. Yes. Yes. I thought yeah. that was a very interesting sentence.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Uh, the, the way I interpreted that was... Um, and and we're going to talk about this too but with the you know the mind stone when it augmented her abilities you know and they they reference this in Infinity War the whole like through line of her having to um you know be the one to destroy mm-hmm. the mind stone um and she's the only one who could because her powers came from it there's a a moment where um it, it's near the beginning of the film where the mind stone is bothering vision it's reacting to something and Uh, We realize that's Thanos in the gathering of the other Infinity Stones, but she goes to check it out and she's like, you know, I just feel you. And, uh, you know, she definitely has this connection with that Mind Stone. And it's like there's a piece of that Mind Stone's energy that's like always part of her. And that's how she was, you know, that's part of how she was able to recreate Vision so perfectly. Uh, It's uh, it is it is really incredible um, to to see. Uh, her power and just that, like you said, that emotional core of it. Uh, one of my theories going into this was that, um, you know, the hex vision and and white vision uh, would somehow merge. Yeah, and, yeah, that's what and, I thought. yeah. And I thought and it was happening too. Yeah, I like. There's so many moments where was like, oh, it's about to happen. Oh, it's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so glad that the people who work there are better writers than than I am because it it's so good that she didn't get vision back at the right she had to accept that he was gone yeah and maybe they'll say hello again you know but she's not like going out like searching for white vision who's just you know woken up and and maybe he's not even the same you know just he has knowledge of the memories but he's he does he didn't experience yeah 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 does
1: does that translate and I I speaking of the writing that conversation they had about the and I I forget the name of the ship that they're referencing or the 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 theoretical yes. thing you know if you mm-hmm. replace this the the rotting boards of this historical ship and you over the years, eventually you've replaced all the boards. Is it still the, the historical ship? Ship of Theseus. Theseus. Okay. Yes. And uh, so super super great, very to the point. Like, what is memory? What is emotion? Um, you know, it, he said like, I have the data, but not the memories, you know, or like yeah. the emotion attached to them essentially. And so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. vision, Wanda's vision gave him those, those memories, those emotions. And the question I guess would be, can he, you know, consume them or, uh, can he absorb those as emotions or is that just another data set? You know, is is it? I'm fascinated. I mean, clearly yeah. it made some change. You know, because his eyes changed, and you saw you saw sort of like the yellow go into his mind stone. Yeah,
0: and his eyes changed. Yeah, yeah it's that was that was really great to see that. Now I, I like. Oh, go ahead. I friend. was gonna say you said it's it's good that Wanda's
1: not out there chasing after him. Does Wanda even know? She doesn't, and yeah, I think it's because her
0: hex vision chose not to share that because he knew you know like well there's probably a part of him where he was like i this is about me and you right Right. know, and not some other third party but i think also like to know that's part of her process for her to ever really like accept it and to move past move past this she had to be able to let him go and, and say goodbye and him introducing that would just you know cloudy things mess things up yes absolutely now to that point
1: even if white vision can sort of absorb these memories, I almost like with that in mind, you know, I almost wouldn't want him and Wanda to sort of wind up together, you know, because it's not, it's not the vision she knew, even though these memories have been passed and she has mourned him and grieved him and gone through this grief process. So it almost would. And like you said earlier, like it's, the writers are very smart for not merging them and giving us some sort of little, you know, happy bow tie, you know, ending sort of yeah. thing, you know, tie bow on it is what I'm trying to say. Um <laughs> uh Yeah, I
0: think I think it would <laughs> yeah. it would feel bad if they could just pick up where they left off when they eventually become reunited. I think it is it's you know, they'll they'll both be very different people. Yeah. You know, and we'll we'll talk more about uh, Wanda's journey in this you know and where she was at the very end yeah. in that uh, post credit scene but but while we're talking about Vision I, I wanted to talk about that scene that um, <clears throat> you know it, it is when the flashback episode where, where Agatha is kind of going through um, all the traumatic or, or you know emotional m- moments of Wanda's life and um, it's after Age of Ultron where you know she's in her room and mourning the loss of Pietro and um, talking about grief and, and vision has the line that says like, what is grief, but mm-hmm. you know, love persevering. Uh, yeah, it's just such a great line. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really good to to hear that. And, and just the, the whole show. I mean, it, it, it deals with a lot of great themes, but the, 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 uh, the journey of grief is, is one of its central, you know, um, uh, messages. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, I mean, like
1: to- it, it. it's literally, it literally is about her grief journey, you know, and like she's, mm-hmm. she's created this construct uh, as part of the, uh, you know, I, I'm not I'm necessarily going to buy into like the stages of grief or anything, but you know, that that is yeah. like a, a, you know, she's denying it and, yeah. and c- creating this alternate realities so that she can ignore, you know, the actual reality of the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, the thing I love about it too, and I really dig, is the the metaness of using television to cope with grief or difficult times. And yeah. you know, we're living through difficult times, and and this is a television show that's <laughs> <Yeah>. that's helping <laughs> yes. us. You know, it's so I just I love all the layers there, and I, I was really grateful to the which i thought they retconned it beautifully because obviously going into this we weren't thinking like oh wanda and we know her historic love of television and you know we ha- we hadn't gotten that from right. the text right. you know the mcu before then but um you know they they artfully you know weaved the story and when it when it came back into the um the uh the flashback where we see it all tied together it was great yeah, um, yeah. Not only with uh, like her parents,
1: you know, having like the old videotapes, but like you know, showed her watching Malcolm in the Middle during yeah. that that emotional conversation that she had with Vision. Um, Definitely in the compound.
2: I have a question. Do you know the month in which her parents died? Like when that was happening? But even I don't. still, I don't know. Like. How, this is one thing I have. I have a problem with. How did they have Malcolm Middle DVDs when she was ten years old when they died? That was in ninety nine, but I think the show didn't come out until two thousand, or at least DVDs didn't come out until. I
0: my my gut was telling me when I saw the suitcase of of DVDs and he was selling them. Some were probably um legitimate but given the nature of sokovia i would imagine there was probably a great deal of piracy going on and i would imagine those would be like the ones you would get on the street or you go to a like a convention you know and it's like oh now the mandalorian's on blu-ray let me grab that right that's, right, right that's not an official release you know somebody's created that to sell so that that was my read on it was okay. that was his way of, of making money in in sokovia gotcha but, you know, they play a little fast and loose with the years. The and and keep in mind, too, you know, this is an alternate universe. Maybe Malcolm in the Middle came out two years earlier. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> in this one. I, 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 I do want to talk about those commercials. Oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. Which were really cool uh, to see those in there. And they, they showed great restraint, which is one per, you know, because they could have, you know, that's the whole Saturday Night Live, go down the rabbit hole with all these silly commercials. Yeah, you know? yeah. And each one was, again... Uh, emblematic of its of its place in television history Um, and they all dealt with um, I'm sure you guys have watched those YouTube videos where they talk about how they all dealt with you know important moments in her life yeah yeah um, with Uh that toaster being a Stark Industries toaster right the 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 Strucker timepiece, uh, Baron uh, Strucker was the scientist that experimented on her. Yeah. From yeah. Hydra. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was Lagos paper towels, um, <laughs> yeah. which was uh, not only was that just a great commercial, really, really uh, reminiscent of that, you know, early nineties, late eighties <laughs> timeframe, but the, the symbolism there, Lagos of course is the opening scene in civil war mm-hmm. where she um, were crossbones. Tries to blow himself up, and she kills all those Wakandans instead right. of Captain America. Like she decides who lives and dies. She didn't mean to do it, but uh, she, you know, saved Captain America, but but killed those Wakandans in Lagos. And the tagline for, for Lagos paper towels is uh, "When you make a mess, you didn't mean to." Yeah, <laughs> and, and that kicked off the the whole civil war. Right. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of really good ones. The, the Yo Magic snack for survivors with the claymation kid who withered up. That one was, um, that was a dark commercial. I (laughs) (laughs) Um, kind of forgot about that one.
2: That one was really messed up.
0: The, um, the... The one that I think they, I mean, they, they again, they nailed them all. But that next, that, I think again, the modern ones where it's like this is what's on television now. That Nexus antidepressant commercial, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. you, you could really believe that was a real product, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it really did model where she was at that point in her thing too, where the the in that episode where she's just wearing her sweats and deadpanning to the camera and is like just straight up depressed. Yeah, um, and so that that nexus and of course the nexus thing we're going to get to this when we get to my trivia corner uh nexus is an important marvel comics concept um but anyway um what else what else you guys got we 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 do have a pop quiz um if you guys are interested you want to do you want
1: to do pop quiz yeah do you want to do a duet um and lead us into uh aaron's pop quiz corner
0: Please do. Come on
1: down. It's Aaron's Pop Quiz Corner.
0: I love it. <laughs> so, um, so in episode eight of this show, it's revealed that Wanda and Pietro had latent superhuman abilities um, prior to their encounter with the Mind Stone. Previously to this, we just assumed they got their powers from the Mind Stone. Yeah. That was text yeah. in the MCU. But this show and they kind of hinted at it in some earlier episodes but they you know come right out and say it that she had abilities before Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. so in the comics this is of course um par for the course They are mutants uh both scarlet witch and quicksilver are mutants and they have a famous mutant father so who is their father in the comic books your options are i already know it wolverine (laughs) oh no B. Professor X, C. Magneto, or D. Cyclops?
1: Okay, so me- Megan knows it. So hang on. <laughs> we'll see, see, Nick knows <laughs>
0: it. I believe I believe Megan knows it. <laughs> uh,
1: and you've told me this. Well, we've talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think the answer is Magneto. Yeah. C-
0: Magneto. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah.
3: That
2: Can we talk correct. about how? Cool that scene was uh, when she first leaves the hex um, to confront uh, Hayward and the other SWORD agents, and then she does a similar thing that Magneto did in X Men yes. One, where she turned the guns on the, on him. Yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, that's like so. That's <laughs> that made me even more excited, thinking they're gonna bring mutants in.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was a big one, especially uh, with the casting of Evan yeah. Peters. So. I- I um I, we we we're gonna move right into Aaron's trivia corner, um, so Nick and I uh, texted about this actually, uh, I think right around that episode when he, when he showed up. Evan Pe- Peters is just the the most uh, troll thing. Uh, (laughs) Marvel could do to cast. That's what everybody wanted ever since before (laughs) Disney bought Fox. Before this even happened, people were like, oh, is there going to be some kind of crossover between Avengers and and X-Men? Because, of course, in the comics, it's all one big happy family and uh then you know disney bought fox a couple years ago and it was like it's only a matter of time it's definitely gonna happen (laughs) and and it is gonna happen you know the deadpool deadpool 3 is happening they've announced that it's gonna take place in the mcu yeah uh and but people are like oh they just want to see they want to see uh in the comics um Scarlet Witch has a lot of stuff to do with mutants because she is one, but she's also, you know, part of the Avengers. Mm -hmm. There's this whole storyline called House of M. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. Where she uh, creates an alternate reality. um, And people were thinking there'll be a House of M level event and she'll somehow create mutants or bring mutants in. And so when Evan Peters shows up and they talk about recasting... Yeah. Pietro, of course Evan Peters famously played Peter Maximoff. He's called Peter in the in the uh, mm-hmm. Fox movies. He played Quicksilver um in um the uh Days of Future Past and uh X-Men Apocalypse. Uh so they um uh they've got this um and he was he's a fan favorite. People loved him. Evan Peters is a very talented actor. Uh has got great delivery. And the character is is very funny. He's a bigger deal in the X Men universe than he is in, than um, Pietro Maximoff was. Of course, he only made it in yeah. Age of Ultron. Yeah, I think there was a a sense of like let's kind of give these guys wide berths so we don't have competing Quicksilvers, you know? Right, right. Um, but but man, it made people so happy What's to see it? that. And in in this episode where um Speed um Wanda's you know son who's got quicksilver powers when he's going around and stealing all the guns from the military agents he also there's a moment where he stops and grabs a hat and mm-hmm. sunglasses off of one of them and puts it on and that is something that literally uh Peter Maximoff does in <laughs> Days of Future Past there's a, the his his he's got two major there's a scene in each Days of Future Past and Apocalypse where he um there's like this awesome like slow motion scene where he's moving really fast but everybody else is frozen in time and he's doing all kinds of like antics and shenanigans to like that's how like, we're seeing it from his point of view like yeah. how he sets up all this crazy speed stuff and he grabs a hat off somebody and puts it on and uh yeah that's so everybody loves those scenes and if you don't watch the movies like you should go to those scenes on youtube and watch them but because uh, they're awesome but yeah, that was, that was so exciting for me. And of course they, um, you know, they called him Ralph Boner, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I think is a reference. I didn't watch it, but a reference to Growing Pains. I think that there's somebody on Growing Pains named Boner. Oh, okay. Uh, he's like a friend, like a neighbor or something. Uh, but, but yeah, so that, that killed a lot of theories too. Cause everybody uh-huh. was expecting Magneto to show up. uh uh-huh. <laughs> But, uh. But yeah, uh, some more trivia for you guys. I'll, I'll try to uh, get through this quick. The one of my favorite things uh, go back to that modern episode uh, where they had the the office theme song, or very similar to the theme song of the office, but the opening, the credits, like the visuals, um, kept showing like Wanda everywhere, yeah. like Wanda in different fonts. Yeah, uh, and that's a reference to a television show that wasn't watched. I'm not sure if you guys watched it. Um, it wasn't very successful. Uh, Happy endings. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious, and you should definitely check it out if you haven't. It was only three seasons. Uh, it was executive produced by the Russo brothers, oh. who, of course, are very big deal in the MCU. Uh, Interesting. directed... Infinity War and Endgame and and I have to think there was no really no other references to Happy Endings but that's a very clear if you watch that opening again and then watch the Happy Endings opening it's very clear what they were going for and I I have to think that's a nod to Russo Brothers because it's not like Happy Endings was this big mega hit like Modern Family or The Office yeah yeah so um and, uh, of course, I'm sure watching those YouTube videos, you've seen uh, many times those images from uh, the comics of Vision being uh, kind of dissected and mm-hmm. his body part. And that's ripped straight from the comics. Yeah. Uh, they did a great job there. And and the whole concept of white Vision. When I was uh, growing up and I collected Marvel comic cards. I'm not sure if I've talked about it on this podcast. I feel like I must have. but You must have. Uh, Normal kids, you know, collect baseball cards, but I collected Marvel Comics cards <laughs> and they had like stats on the back. It was like a little baseball card. Like how
1: many but, home runs they hit. How, yeah. How and like hot- their
0: first appearance, what their powers were. How many hot cakes they ate. <laughs> Just all kinds of great stuff. And I remember visions uh, when I grew up, vision was white. He wasn't, um, he wasn't like the red and and green character in the comic books. And Mm. it's part of a plot line where his memory gets erased. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they, they, so bringing him back and, and seeing white, you know, a a ghostly vision. I was like, that's really cool. That makes me think of when I was a kid. Yeah. (laughs) That's what he looked like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, you know, you know, this whole show, uh, you know, Megan can probably speak to it a little more, but modeled after the House of M story arc somewhat, to some degree, pretty clearly. And then, you know, bringing in other elements like White Vision, you know, they, they, they mine the the comics for these ideas, and I think that's where, like, all these fan theories always get it wrong, is that they they think because they've used, you know, this comic event... Uh, a, as sort of like a basis or a jumping off point that like everything that happened in the comic related to that event is going to happen in the show now.
0: Right. Right, right.
1: You know, so all this House of M stuff that didn't happen, everybody's all been out of shape, I'm sure. I'm oh, sure yeah. the internet is freaking out.
2: Oh, yeah. Like every time someone would say the word nightmare in the episode, everyone was like, <laughs> oh, nightmare's coming. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I will tie it back to the comic cards. The nightmare... Card I had scared the crap out of me as a kid. That was a scary card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's he's a villain in in the Marvel comics, mm-hmm. and, and kind of associated with like Doctor Strange and like magic stuff. Yeah, well, so. that's
2: why also they people thought Doctor
1: everybody Strange thought Doctor Strange was going to show up.
0: You know, I really did think Doctor Strange was going to show up, um, and uh, just because I the way this was pitched, you know, mm-hmm. years ago was it's going to lead into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and of uh-huh. course the poster for that has has uh caitlin olson on the post she's on the poster she's definitely going to be in it elizabeth and uh, elizabeth olson yeah sorry um i'm so glad you're here megan <laughs> 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 I <got that>. <laughs> <laughs> and i would listen to this episode in like uh and week and be like oh my gosh well Why real quick before i forget
2: this it's tritone devil's tritone, tritone.
0: Oh, okay. thank you mm-hmm. I, yes thank you very much um but anyway, I, I really thought Dr. Strange was short, but we did get a little bit of a, a taste when we saw her astral projecting and studying. Yeah, and that was pretty that cool. Yeah, pretty what? cool. All
1: right, so yeah, let's talk about that, I guess. She's got the Necronomicon or whatever it is. <laughs> the Dark Hole. What is it? The Dark Hole. Dark, dark Hole. Dark Hole.
2: Hold? Yeah. Hold. Hold.
1: you got to pay the troll like a court <laughs> to get into this Necronomicon. Okay uh okay so she's got that um the the Enchiridion, and she's <laughs> st- she's studying the, to be a hero um so yeah i, I and so she's learning now I, I think that's that's the that's the cool bit is that so um you know i, I kept wondering like is she gonna wind up keeping and i'm gonna talk well, let's talk about agatha next um yeah i like i i i kept thinking she's gonna she's gotta ha- like Come around to keeping Agatha around so that she can learn. She mm-hmm. can learn to be a witch. Mm-hmm. She can learn these spells, or at least learn where she came from, and like sort of find out. Like you know, she has this power, but she doesn't know what it is or how she's doing things. So like she needs that knowledge. So I was kept wondering how they were going to square that. So she, you know, she's got the 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 dark hold now. Um, so that was super cool. Well, what? How
2: did what? Can someone tell me what happened to the kids? I Didn't they just disappear, and why were they crying out for her? Right,
1: so that's... That's... Now, who knows? And I know
2: that so, I know that from the comic books, the kids do die, or, like, they disappear, but that Mephisto does something with their souls, because they end up coming back for Young Avengers, and I know Young Avengers are going to be a thing, so...
0: Right. Yeah. But what? We, we might... Yeah, I, I, I'd be really surprised if Mephisto ever, ever comes into the MCU. We'll see. We'll save this clip and see if I'm wrong. But it just seems <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like witches and, like, witchcraft is going to be, like, the edge. I think when we start getting into, like, devils and stuff like that, they're going to not want to do that. But yeah, I could yeah. be wrong. Um, but um, I believe my my take on that scene was that she was using the Darkhold to be like, okay, how, how do I bring them back for uh-huh. real? Oh, yeah. Like, how do I, you know, like, I I, I had to say goodbye because I couldn't keep them and, you know, I'd have to torture this whole town, basically. Yeah. And they wouldn't be able to leave and obviously this isn't going to work. So she, she had to let them go, but she's like, I think she was scanning the Darkhold for, like, how do I bring them back? And the fact that they're crying out for her, though, um, so in the comics, Darkhold is... Is a it's a bad it's bad you know you don't want to be around that thing it's not good it's not great that you're reading it you know there's <laughs> it's, it's it's uh it's called like the book of sins it's it's a it's a bad deal you don't want to hang hang around it so the fact that she's reading it makes comic readers you know a little uneasy because <laughs> uh-huh. you don't want to mess with it um and in the in the comics it's like trapped like almost like a uh, like a Lovecraftian presence you know that you okay. can unleash and huh. uh so it could be that whatever's trapped inside that book is using the promise of her recreating her children uh as you know a way to draw her in deeper interesting and, uh, that's interesting the theory the theory is that she might end up being like the uh, the first antagonist of uh, the next Doctor Strange movie. Interesting. Um, Until yeah. he
1: can, like, draw her out, pull her out or whatever. Exactly. Okay. And
0: help her be like, hey, nope, you're you're doing it again. You got <laughs> to be a good guy. Uh, uh, so, so,
1: you know, and, and it's interesting. The MCU has not shied away from Lovecraftian um, sort of beyond the scope of human knowledge and understanding, like, not necessarily evil just so far beyond our scope that it is mm-hmm. like almost so that's interesting that you you, you sort of you cla- you 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 mentioned that that was sort of a, a lovecraftian presence you know so that's that's cool that would be neat and, and it was yeah. in dr strange right that uh it's from the library no no no. Right. I'm talking about oh. sorry. It was in Doctor Strange that we saw like the a real Lovecraftian horror yes. essentially. Oh, Dormammu, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dormammu, yeah. yeah. What was Absolutely. the name what was the
0: name of it again? Uh Dormammu.
1: Dormammu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so that'd be cool. I mean, it, it seems like that's sort of like the the Doctor Strange realm of, of things. It's not like bad guys who are trying to destroy the world because they're this or that. Like, you know, it's it's some sort of creature or being whose goals are so far removed from like 3D space and time and, and human minds that we can't even understand them. Yes, like, which is absolutely you know and, the horror of Lovecraftian horror, and that's what makes it awesome.
0: Just to talk about Doctor Strange for a second, yeah, that is awesome, because, like, literally the human agents of Dormammu didn't understand. They thought they were getting, like, eternal life. Right, no. And, you know, death has no meaning, and they're like, no, you don't understand. And (laughs) they ended up going there, and they were like, oh, this is terrible. (laughs) You know, so it's, it is, that is a true, you know, uh, true thing there. Yeah, I, I, I love, but that is, that is definitely Doctor Strange's whole bag, and, uh, Somebody on Reddit, and it's a it's an awesome comment. Um, mentioned how the the you know they they were talking about this and they accidentally typed it as Doctor Storage instead of <laughs> Doctor Strange, and so people have been having a field day with that. <laughs> Just a lot of fun. I yeah. like that. He's the Container Supreme.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so yeah. let's talk. Um, Agatha, yes. So uh, Han, what's her, her Catherine. Catherine? Catherine Han is yeah. so good. Yeah, she's amazing. First of all, let's let's just let's I, just. Put I got excited
0: in, when she was just in the first scene she's in in that very first episode. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she's in this. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what her role would be, but I was just because uh, she's she's absolutely she elevates everything she's in. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Um, now. Because,
1: and so I think this is maybe the only time that the theories that you were watching and and listening to, well, partially, but the the only time that they influenced the way I watched it and what I wanted really to happen, because I really did. My theory going into this final episode was that somehow, like, you know, Agatha is at odds with um Wanda and somehow they're sort of going to reconcile to fight, you know, the bigger evil, which I assumed would probably be like, you know, she'll wind up helping her uh, you know, the the hexes collapsing or I don't know what I thought the plot line would be or like the the um the the not sword. FBI people sword. sword, yeah. You know, I thought like somehow like they're going to reconcile because I knew in the comics she uh, is more like Wanda's mentor and, like, teacher. Yes. And so that becomes true in a way in that Wanda learned a lot about herself in that altercation, and she did learn who she was and a little bit of her backstory from Agatha, but not in, like, a friendly mentor sort of way. You know, it was... Agatha definitely was, like... Let me just get your power please.
3: <laughs> and thought she could
1: pull it off and failed. But I I again, like I said at the beginning, I don't see her as like a big bad. I don't see her as the true antagonist. I see her as an opportunistic sort of chaotic neutral almost. Yeah. I don't I wouldn't cla- I wouldn't stick her in the evil category no. just yet. Um and it was interesting, you know, she so she kind of uh wanda turned her into a you know a, a, a little wanda person a wanda person you know it, like she can only exist what? in her little wanda person uh life in uh westview but she said like if i need you i know where you are so that does leave it open to yeah. to her <laughs> making some mcu movie appearances as definitely as uh agatha harkness she's
0: She's not done. I'm glad they didn't kill her off. I was worried they might. Yeah. And I'm glad they did not.
1: But I really did think that she was, that, that like at the end of this episode, she was going to be a good guy. And like she yeah. and Wanda would be like, we're best friend witches now. <laughs> I, 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 I think, wanted that.
0: I think we'll get there. I think there will be, you know, cause they didn't leave it like totally like, oh, I hate you, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I think Agatha will have like a moment where when she's, when she breaks free of that spell or if Wanda releases her, she'll be kind of annoyed. And then I think, you know, it'll be like, well, now we're even. Yeah. And then I think they'll be able to move on from there. Yeah. Because um, I'm with you. I think uh, I, I think there's some good in Agatha. Yeah. Or at least some uh, enter- entertainment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: And sure. her Let's... character design, I thought, when she came out as Full Witch was super cool with, like, mm-hmm. the black fingers. Yes. And, oh. uh, like, her... Like... Uh Megan helped me like figure out exactly what it was, but I was like, She looks different now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and,
1: yeah. and she was like, Yeah, yeah. The makeup and the and she helped me yeah, it's the make eye- The
2: eyebrows the- are darkened and there's they're like the shadow
1: And it was like more closer. angular. Yeah. It, mm-hmm, she looked like a yeah. different person. Just from that like mm-hmm. small change. It was really really well done.
0: I um I how about when uh Wanda threw the car at her. And then oh, he yeah. Goes, you little see, little see the boots slang yeah. there. That was, oh, was, that was great. I laughed out loud. That was hilarious.
2: Well, that's another uh, reference to uh, her mom. Uh, Agatha's mom's name is the name of the witch in Wizard of Oz who had the oh, house
0: fall oh. down. Oh, wow. Oh. That's nice. Megan's trivia. Corner. Oh,
1: yeah! Wow. We just walked. We 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 turned the corner and walked <laughs> smack into the wall, and we're like, "Where are? Oh, it's Megan's trivia corner."
0: <laughs> so we're we're, we're um. Before we go, I, I, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, Tiana Paris and. Oh um, wait! Oh my
2: gosh, there's just too much. There's to a lot talk. to talk about.
0: There's too much to talk about because we haven't talked about Randall Park either. Or Kat Dennings, Yep. Uh, also, absolutely amazing to this, but let's talk about let's talk about Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Um, which uh, was a great, of course, tie into Captain Marvel. This show really had so mm-hmm. much like rooting it in there. You know, it's, right? It, it comes from Age of Ultron and. Uh, and then of course, after Endgame, and but you know, you're bringing in Ant Man, you're bringing in Thor, uh, you're bringing in Captain Marvel. Uh, it's fantastic. But uh, but Monica Rambeau is going to be obviously another superhero in uh, yeah in the MCU.
1: So we got a little taste in this episode of what she can do, which is apparently like absorb bullets as if she were like <laughs> a jello mold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't and. I don't know what else she can do she
2: w- entered the hex
1: she entered the hex, yeah, um now, you were talking about you think that she there was something different about her already that entering the hex may have like activated it or like enhanced it, but there yeah. was something different about her already right.
2: I felt like uh because she wasn't phased at all by the lab results she acted like she didn't she wasn't worried about her x-rays coming back weird or the blood work she just yeah
1: as if she, she was used knew, to she lab knew, results coming well, back weird no
2: i like she knew something was up but she's like not talking about it okay. i don't know
1: interesting
0: yeah i don't know yeah just, no i mean there's something to that um it, it could have been something to do with her her mom too you know had yeah. cancer maybe i'm not sure but but man, Tiana Pierce was fantastic. Oh my at gosh! It. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely amazing. Um, really, um, I mean, because you think about it too. Like she was able to break free that like first time too, in, mm-hmm. in that seven, seventies yeah. episode, yeah, and kind of realize what's going on. And uh, I thought that was great because we're she's that was before we had seen who she was. You know, we right. had just seen her around. You know, and. So uh that was great and her getting like pushed through all those different uh-huh. like layers of Westview. Breaking in the, the fourth comics, wall. What's are yeah, breaking the fourth wall literally. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um in the comics her her name is Photon and she can yeah. control light and and to even turn into light. Okay. And so I'm thinking that's what she was doing with the bullets.
1: Right, because light stops bullets. Everybody (laughs) knows that.
0: That's right. That's how it works. It's physics. Um, So, uh, sorry, you go. I was going to say. I was going to say Randall Park, though, uh, who played Jimmy, reprises roles. Jimmy Wu. Yeah, I'm sure you guys caught uh, him on the. He's so funny. I love him. Oh, he's he's the best. He's one of my favorites. Absolutely. His timing is Uh, spot on all the time. Yes, he is so great, and I, I'm sure you guys caught how he's now perfected uh, close-up magic. Yeah, the card when Just, he flipped
1: the card out, uh, like yes. when he first introduced himself to to Monica. And, yes, and
2: I I love the meta joke, the meta upon meta joke or whatever of when he, uh, you know, undid his handcuffs and he says flourish. flourish. Yeah, <laughs> flourish. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, really good. Uh, I loved that callback, and uh, that's a great character. Yeah. Uh, you almost you do wish that him and Scott did start hanging out, yeah. <laughs> Post snap, because uh, 'cause would like to see more of him. And then, of course, Kat uh, Dennings, who reprises her role uh, yep. from the Thor movies. I oh, actually great to see her liked
1: back. her more,
0: disconnected from the context of Thor. Me too. I think she worked better here. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe it was just better written. Yeah, or had a little more to do. Well, and was I able.
1: But like, by now, she also like as a character, as a character, as a person in this universe, she knows more stuff. She's like, a doctor. Yeah, like when we first yeah. were introduced to her, she was an intern. So like all she had That's was just right. the snarky humor. Now she's right, got the yeah. snarky humor and she's like a genius.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, she was great, and hope to see her more things. But but I, I, I agree. I think she worked. Best here uh, with these these guys. I love the the B team of uh, Monica Rambo and, yeah. and Darcy and yeah. and uh, Jimmy Woo. I thought that was great. Yeah, then on the outside trying to figure out what's going on. So let's talk briefly
1: about the very um, not the very very last scene. Um, we talked about that already, but the Monica um, post credit scene um, where yes. the scroll shows up. Scroll, scroll. The Nick the Nick Kroll shows yeah. up. <laughs> and uh, says a friend of your mother's wants to see you. And we, we actually rewound it and put it on subtitles to make sure that the scroll was saying he, he or she, because we were like, yeah. oh, is it, uh, what's her face? Is it um, Captain Marvel? Yeah, is it Captain Marvel? Um, uh-huh. But uh, I, I think it's just the, the head scroll guy, because hey, they with- said he. Oh. I think. Who? Who it's do you Nick think? Nick Fury. Ooh. Okay. Oh, that right? Nick. Oh, All right. He Nick,
0: he's up there. He's up I there. I forgot about that. At the end of Far From Home, yes. I forgot about in... that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's, what's, what was great about the theories, um, people talking about the theories, is because we know where this takes That's place in Time. It. This is weeks after Endgame. Yeah. And Far From Home is months after Endgame. Mm-hmm. And so, so this has happened before that. And so when it kind of... Uh, J.B. Smoove's character in Far From Home, uh, who plays the science teacher uh, Mm -hmm. with Martin Starr, you know, when they're on the field trip, Uh and he's constantly talking about witches and worried about witchcraft and how they're in the new dark ages. He's got to have known about Westview and Agatha and, 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 (laughs) and the Scarlet Witch. And that's, you know, I, I don't know that that's intentional at all, but it fits really nicely and is yeah, really yeah. funny. Like, that's how quick, that's how he's so quick to accept the reality of, of, of uh, or jump to the conclusion that this is also witches. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe we'll find out that he was in Westview uh, for those couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, um, do
2: you know what the bad blood is between Monica and Captain Marvel? Why she seems so cold? Like, no, and brought up that's
0: another uh, discussion point because when you go to um, Far From Home and um, Nick Fury, you know who's you know is is actually the the scroll guy. Uh, we find that out later, but uh, when Spider Man's asking like why can't other people help s- solve this problem, and he mentions Captain Marvel, and he says don't invoke her name. People kind of assume that was reverence, but there was a weird tone to it maybe captain marvel has done something to anger these people yeah. You know what i mean uh, yeah the uh, one theory i read that there's um kind of a resentment to her that like she kind of abandoned earth yeah, yeah. Um, that's what i've heard too. and and only came back after the snap you know maybe he's like hey if you had been here This probably wouldn't have happened, yeah, or a lot of bad things wouldn't have happened. Well, she Uh, kind of
1: addressed that, right? In in Endgame, it was kind of like, "Look, I'm I'm off doing like stuff like this all over the universe. Like you're just one of many like universe-ending threats I'm trying to deal with.
0: But if you were Monica or a human, you could say, "But guess where you? This is your hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You You should maybe care a little bit more." we really need you here yeah. you know but but i get it it's you know it. it's just that sense of like oh you're too good for us now you uh-huh. know you got a little bit of Cree blood and and now you're <laughs> gallivanting all over the universe <laughs> um that's interesting and i think that is because i definitely picked up on that too that monica was not like oh yeah my friend captain marvel uh so i, I think there's a story there i think they're they're planting those seeds yeah uh, or maybe it's nothing maybe it's just another like oh they're going to bring all the x-men in when mephisto makes a deal with nightmare and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or like um, uh,
2: monica's uh friend scientist friend oh what is what do they call him uh, oh the
0: air, like the aerospace engineer yes, aeron- that. yeah that <laughs> yeah i thought being, that was oh, a man.
2: fantastic four guy. yes
0: i was i i definitely went down that rabbit hole i was like oh maybe it's reed richards or maybe it's uh reary williams uh who is um kind of she eventually kind of takes on the mantle of iron man uh she's like an mit student and there's going to be an iron and her her character's name is iron heart but she's like a super genius like tony stark and can Hmm. build suits of armor and um when tony stark dies in the comics uh she kind of takes over uh and um, there's going to be an Ironheart television series so people are like oh maybe it'll be her you know and but of course it wasn't i think it was a a real life um, uh, nasa person you know whatever just like a real life hero so. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody cares about that it's but the i think a real was. life hero <laughs> yeah yep so yep um uh, but yeah that that's another example of it going too crazy. Um Well yeah, I I think I mean this has been a very comprehensive thorough breakdown of everything in WandaVision. <laughs> We've no stone unturned. If um, we didn't talk we about are, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That's right. Um but we are running out of time. Um I guess the next question is how much does Nick know about next week's film? And it's not next week. I just wrote that that the segment name but uh it'll be, <laughs> it'll be a while but uh nick what do you think is next in the mcu well so we actually were just
1: talking about this um and i don't remember so it's either gonna be i know dr strange is still being sort of teased as maybe later this year was it dr strange or maybe it was a different movie we were talking about so i don't know if it's it's gonna be
0: the movie that i can't remember or uh <laughs> this is why we love you this uh, is why that's why this is why there's a show Nick. It's still, <laughs> yeah. it still persists or
1: or um the movie they have been pushing down the line uh for like a year and a half now um which is black widow yeah
0: yes so it's no way, i i looked it oh, up we too. Talking, it was I, spider-man that's what we're talking about Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah spider-man i think is supposed to be the end this, of this year yeah and um i i looked at our, my notes from the last episode on endgame and it was it was so sad because it, at that point of course uh covet had already happened so a lot of things had been moved around but i was like had written it all out like oh this is this and this and then like we'd already blown by like eight of those, <laughs> those <laughs> like, oh wow. Wow, it really didn't happen uh so this is all still in flux and who knows what's going to happen tomorrow um black widow has been officially moved again uh to may 7th 2021 so that's where they're saying it's gonna come out it's gonna be in theaters that's what they're saying we'll see what happens may is very quickly approaching um people are speculating that there might be like uh, a couple of reasons why they're insisting on theaters um the first one is this is um uh you know one of the few female-led um mcu films and they don't want to you know be seen or be perceived as dumping it to streaming (laughs) yeah okay uh there's sense of that and then there's probably also like I'm sure something in um her contract um where Scarlett Johansson's contract where like if they don't play it in theaters she gets like $50 million or some kind of crazy number. Uh, (laughs) Stuff to protect the actor, you know, so they don't work on something and it gets shelved. Somebody that high profile. There could be something like that. And Disney's like, you know, we don't want to pay that. I mean, not like they're hurting for money, but, you know. Uh, But actually coming next, uh, if you can believe the internet, and I do everything I read there, uh, (laughs) it's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is apparently debuting very soon, if you're listening to this. So it should be March uh just a couple of weeks here so so that's exciting i i'm i into you know
1: so you ask sometimes about my my marvel-o-meter or whatever it is like how how hot am i i am i am tepid on that show lukewarm huh I mean, yeah
2: Wait until we I think we start it and then we're I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna watch watch the first
1: episode and be like, Wow, it's so cool but like (laughs) like Bucky is just one of my least favorite characters. Yeah. And I get that. Ugh. Just more (laughs) grumpy dudes like (laughs) arguing about how to do stuff. That's what it's gonna be.
0: Yeah, and if WandaVision has taught us anything, we probably are not going to see Chris Evans in it. Yeah, uh, no, you know, <laughs> no. like the we're 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 getting the you know, and it, it you know the thing is too if you're uh, these guys, you know, you're you're the second string in the movies, you know, and they're like, hey, we're going to give you a TV show. I get it. You want to be the main event in the TV show too. Yeah, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch might have been a little bit of a too yeah. bit of an ask yeah 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 you know? i think
1: you can't have you can't have luke skywalker show up in every show
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's, right,
0: that's right um but but i think actually now that i'm remembering this i think falcon and the winter soldier was the next at that time as one well. i think you had that similar reaction like, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Still because, not super because at that point i think black widow had already been pushed to november so <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah so that's next um so uh you know Will there be another? You gotta watch this for that. Probably, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we got your your interest meter. It's lukewarm, and uh, well, but y- uh,
1: lukewarm about that. I'll still I'll say it's still pretty high. You know about the MCU. Yeah. It, it, uh, one of our um, dear listeners, um, Stephen H, uh, wrote in to tell us uh, that maybe maybe that segment uh, doesn't. Uh, hold much weight anymore because it's <laughs> at this point it. it's kind of locked in. It's high. I, like I'm, that's I'm how invested. Get you. Unless that like how unless like eight things come out that are just terrible in a row, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and I d- I doubt it, right? I doubt yeah, it.
2: Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, too. these are
1: some hot cakes we're watching.
0: <laughs>
2: it's
0: supposed to be a bunch this year too. Uh, to Loki. Loki I want to, coming I can't out wait for in that. May I'm excited about that They had that sweet DB Cooper reference In mm-hmm. the trailer What's that?
2: I said uh-huh. uh huh <laughs> And then uh, Shang-Chi uh-huh. The
0: Legend of the Ten Rings What If? I'm excited about What If um, That's going to be an animated series That's going to kind of examine like What if things had happened differently In the, okay. in the MCU that's, and that, Is I, that going to be
1: canon or just for fun?
0: I just, I think it'll be just fun. It'll be like, it'll tie in. It'll use the voice actors will be people from the MCU. Um, I mean, I guess it could be, be,
1: I guess it could be canon if it's literally like alternate realities or alternate universes. It's still, it could be canon.
0: There are, it's like multiverse stuff. Yeah, sure. And those are some of my favorite comics to read is like, what if comics that they, they do all the time? Like, oh, what if, you know, Flash Thompson got bit by the spider instead of Peter Parker? Very very fun, you know. You yeah. read it and you're like, oh, that's neat. Um, and then Ms. Marvel's coming out uh, soon. The Hawkeye TV show, and then mm. Eternals is finally going to come out with Kumail Nanjiani. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Very excited about. He's that. probably fat by now. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I think he's done. I don't know if you like follow him on Instagram. dude is. Yeah. He's gotten like w- like if anything more buff. Really. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. Uh, his, his one of his things is every Friday he'll post a picture of him. Uh, about to destroy like dessert. That's like his cheat day. Oh, he okay. He gets to eat dessert. And yeah. it's like a picture of him in front of like an entire cake. <laughs> I think he's
2: got like a contract that he has to stay fit or whatever for the next movie whenever they can get to it. But because of COVID, it just keeps getting pushed back. <laughs> so, so he He's can't. just
1: going to be in great shape for the rest of his life because Darn. he has to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. What a bummer. <laughs> All right. Well, like i said i think we covered it I'm, I'm excited to catch up with you guys about uh the adventures of bucky i know nick you're really looking forward to it yeah uh thank you megan for for coming on and, and talking about wandavision with us yeah thank oh, you thank
2: you thank you for having me and thank you for bringing the mcu into our lives
0: yeah oh you're welcome it was my pleasure because uh, nick you gotta watch this listening to our podcast we want to hear from you you can reach out to us on email at you gotta watch this podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us at facebook or instagram at you gotta watch this podcast or on twitter at gotta underscore watch thanks